Robin, great to talk to you. Thanks for spending this time at Productronica with me. I wanted to start by talking about the recent times we've been through. There have been huge disruptions, both in the semiconductor industry, which we're feeling at the moment, but, but also in the EMS and um, surface mount technology industry. How do you deal with those as a business, and how do you kind of maintain this push to constantly move forward? Thank you. Now, the industry by itself never stands still, right? It continues to to move on to you know new things, new packaging requirements. So, so we we there are a few things that we need to do to keep pace, you know, with the industry uh, transformation. Actually, if you look at the last few years, uh, it's really a a confluence of factors affecting the industry. All right. First, we have the COVID, and then we have the um, you know all the uh, trade tensions, you know, in the world, and those uh, geopolitical tension as well. So you can imagine it puts a lot of uh, a strain on the uh, semiconductor industry, which is really at the center of everything at this point in time. Now, internally. Um, there are a few things that we are focused on. I think one is we how do we keep abreast of what's going on in the industry. So, so I think ASMPT as a whole, whether it's SME or SMT, we are very um, good at uh, really engaging our customers, really understanding you know what's in the mind, what's the roadmap. So close engagement is definitely one area that we focus a lot, especially in this kind of what we call VUCA at this point in time. Secondly, you can imagine we have uh, more than 11,000 employees, the last count. So how do we get these highly talented, motivated individuals, you know, work together as a unified team towards a, a strategy that we have laid out for the next five to ten years. So, so how do we get all these people moving in the same direction? So a lot of focus and effort has been trying to get them to work together, you know, um, having a, a, a unified process, you know, more process-oriented way of working rather than depending on individuals. Yeah. Right. So I think these are some of the examples I can quote you, how we are trying to steer, you know, the company towards the direction. Yeah, and you, you talk about some really interesting disruptions. I think geopolitics has become huge and we're seeing government incentives play a role in that. And that's something you as a business has, have got to be very agile and, you know, and think about all the time. But obviously the influence from the customers is large and there are various sectors that are having more or less influence at the moment. We see things going on in the EV market and various other markets. What are the, what are the, kind of customer influences that are really impacting you at the moment. Yeah, you mentioned EV. Actually, for our industry and also in particular our business, which is uh, supplying equipment for the uh, semi as well as the SMT uh, sector, uh, two things, two major forces, I would say, that are driving or providing the kind of tailwind the industry is uh, experiencing right now. One is automotive. Because of the electrification trend, right? So there are more EV cars on the road, uh, more adoption on ADAS, you know, so increasingly these trends or circular trend, I will put it away, drive a lot of semiconductor demand. Not just in terms of volume, but in terms of new packaging, uh, technology and processes are required. And that's where, you know, uh, ASMPT as a whole, we have a bit of an advantage over this area because we are s substantial, we are big, 
and we have been around for 40 over years, right? So, so the customers that we engage are also moving into kind of, the kind of technology. So, you know, in other words, we know our customer very well. So, because uh, of that kind of relationship, we we are closely engaging them. You know, what is really in the mind, what is in the roadmap. So, so, so it can be a, a great advantage for us for semi as well as SMT. And traditionally, uh, SMT is very strong in automotive, very, very strong. So we have been a, a very significant player in that space. Now, the other, uh, the other area that's really driving the semicon world and SMT at the same time is advanced packaging. Uh, I'm sure you know what advanced packaging is because it's, you know, you look at Moose Law, Right. Advanced packaging uh, is trying to sort of complement Moose Law. Moose Law is kind of slowing down. So it's in, in, in SOC or, the, or the, the chip is getting more expensive to be fabricated at an advanced note. So, so the engineers or the semiconductor came up with a brilliant idea. So why don't they, you know, they fabricate different kind of chips at different nodes for economic reason and then use advanced packaging tools, whether it's semi tools or whether it's SMT tools, and pack them as close as possible. So that played into our strength mm. because we are one of the biggest players in terms of advanced packaging in SMT. Yeah. I think it's really interesting when you see that convergence of the semiconductor world and the, um, and the SMT world and, and you find yourself in a position where you've actually brought together, if you like, two great houses of those two, those two particular sectors. That must give you a really, a really big advantage. How do you kind of manage that interaction between the SMT team and the SEMI team and try and align their, their uh, R&D development maps, try and align their, their kind of vision for how technology will serve people in the future? Definitely. If you look at um, what an SMT tool does, it's basically a pick-and-place tool. Mm. And then on the semi side, there are also a lot of pick-and-place uh, tools as well. Besides wireborne, you know, there are a lot of pick-and-place tools as well. So pick-and-place is a, a major process for both the semi and SMT. So you can imagine the, you know, the, the technology are quite similar. There are overlaps. So in fact, there are synergies between a lot of synergies between SMT and and uh, semi, especially now and into the future, because these two sectors are converging. Mm. So semi basically are dealing with uh, packaging at a die level. So sem- semi tools are typically more precise, but there's a there's a trade off, right? If you want to be more precise, you have to trade off speed. However, on the SMT side, they are dealing at the board level, a PCB board level. So the chips are already packaged. Right, so by semi tools, and then they put on a PCB. So from that perspective, they can trade off accuracy, but it's very high speed. So what is happening around for ASMPT is that we have this, we have the combination of both, so we can offer both solutions to our customer. Different teams, of course, but both solutions. So, so it's up to the customer to choose, right? So if they want speed, they'll go for SMT tools. If they want accuracy, they can take. Or semi tools. That's yeah. right. And both can be used, for example, for system and package. Both tools can be used either separately or, you know, as, as a combination. So, so we have the advantage. Yeah, you certainly do. Last question. I just really wanted to go back to what you were saying about disruptions in the marketplace. Alongside that, we have the obviously cyclical base of things like the semiconductor equipment market, um, trends in terms of the economy and stuff like that. So when you look at 2024 and you look at the strengths you bring to the market, how do you feel 
about that. How optimistic are you about continuing your growth, continuing the digital transformation that you're enabling for your customers? Very optimistic. If you look at the, re- the, the recent advent of AI technologies, one good example. You know, one of our tools, the thermal compression tools, have been around for 10 years, thereabout, right? So we, we liken it as a solution, waiting for a problem to come, right? So, so if you look at a semiconductor uh, space, um, these tools take some time to take off in a big way. So TCB is one example. We have been supplying TCB2 for 10 years to a, a, a certain uh, a, a big IDM, right? So they're way advanced, you know, in terms of using TCB or thermal compression boarding for advanced packaging. Mm. But with the advent of AI, the TCB2 is now well-placed to yeah. serve the AI space. Yeah, yeah so, so it's kind of an X-curve kind of a phenomenon. You know, so if you look past the other technologies that mass, mass reflow and all that, it also takes some time for the mass reflow to take off. Mm. So, so we feel that thermal compression boarding is in a sweet spot right now because yeah. of AI. Yeah, it's really interesting, isn't it? And it's that, that convergence of those technologies that you're incredibly well-placed to um, take advantage of. Robin, thanks so much for spending time with me. It's been a pleasure to get to know you and talk to you. you. We'll do this again soon. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you so much.